The Wit. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. I think the world needs to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck of a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, (laughs) there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am one of your hosts, Claire, as always, joined by my lovely co-host, Caitlin. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm excited for the other two additions to this episode. Yes, like I teased last week, we have two guest hosts with us to talk all things Bachelor and Bachelor finale since that happened this week. And so want to introduce both Mary and Lindsay. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And then Lindsay, how are you? Hey, y'all. I'm great. How are you? Doing good. So for y'all that uh, don't know, so Mary is actually my sister-in-law. Um, and Lindsay, I've has been my best friend for oh god, the past like at least six years or so since we've we've been inseparable ever since. So, um, and we have obviously just like me and Caitlin all we do not all we do but we talk about The Bachelor pretty much nonstop. and I I originally started watching with Mary um she started coming to my apartment to watch with me and poor Justin would have to go hide in the bedroom but god Mary when did you start coming over I think um it was so I started watching Crystal's season so I think I was coming over then but really dove in with Caitlin's season yeah um yeah, so that's when I started. So it's been about four or five years. It's yeah, so crazy. I mean, you were my o- my OG watcher. Um, I think no one else would watch with me until well, no, Caitlin and I obviously watched you like, in college and stuff. But I mean, post like, together, post yeah. college, yeah. So and then we d- dragged in Lindsay. <laughs> it took us a while yeah. to get you in. Yeah, I so initially I didn't want to watch the show because I was like. I'm too feminist for this. I'm not watching it. But you guys were drinking wine and eating cheese every single Monday. And I was like, well, I don't want to miss that. (laughs) Once I started watching the show, I actually realized that it's not as anti-feminist as I thought it was. And there's a lot of aspects of the show that actually really support feminism. So I was actually really surprised once I started watching. I know. So, and yeah, now I have two people. We used to watch together all the time, but now I live a little further away, so I don't watch with y'all as much. And I know y'all, you two were together last last night, Monday and Tuesday, I think, to watch the show. Yeah, Mary and I watched it at my house on Monday and then at her house on Tuesday. Man. And then Caitlin, I feel like you always watch, watch by yourself because you're kind of out by yourself, too. I'm far. It's okay. I've accepted it. So I just, I text you and get your reactions on yes. things like things this week that I was rather displeased with, but we will get into that. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to get, uh, before we dive into the finale episodes, um, just Mary and Lindsay, I know we've talked separately, but just your thoughts on this season in general. So I know going in, I was very not optimistic about it. Um, but what have your thoughts just been in general on this season? Yeah. Um, I've actually really enjoyed this season. I thought I was going to hate it. I thought it was going to be so stupid and that Colton would be such a bad bachelor. Um, but I really think that um, a couple of things have been great. Colton was actually a good bachelor um, and he sent people home when they needed to go home and he didn't really make apologies about that. 
And then I also thought that the editing this season was a lot more interesting and they didn't make it so obvious from the very beginning what they were going to do. Yeah. So I was really impressed. What about you, Mary? Yeah, I was so anti Colton at first. I really wanted it. I really wanted the bachelor to be Jason. As y'all remember, I was floored, Um, but I thought he was a really good bachelor. And I don't know if it's because he actually was, or the fact that we had Ari and Nick as the last bachelor and Ari was by far the worst bachelor ever. So, I mean, I liked Colton, but at the same time, I just felt like he was kind of stupid towards the whole, like, Yes. At the end, when everybody was like, oh, warning about the same girl, and then he still went for the same girl. Yeah, but I don't feel like he was stupid until the end. Like the last couple of weeks, I was like, wow, Colton, you were doing so good. (laughs) I know. And then all of a sudden, it was just, he just was bad. So I, I thought he was overall pretty good, though. For the most part, yeah. And I guess this kind of segues us in just to talking about what you said him being stupid basically the last two episodes so jumping into that I mean we left off last week with um his finch jump (laughs) and left us hanging when when Cassie finally yes with Cassie dumping him on national tv so we basically start off in um I don't know Caitlin if you want to dive into basically just the saga of them trying to find Colton in the middle of nowhere Y'all, it's so silly. I mean, he basically was just, he was fed up with all of it. Cassie just dumped him. He was heartbroken. So he didn't know what else to do, but just to get away for a little while, which I can understand, you know, people get upset and they need their space and he's on a reality show where there is no space, but he like hops this fence and then Chris Harrison's doing this little like pseudo jog and his like designer jeans and Gucci <laughs> loafers behind him, like trying to catch him in, in Portugal at night. So anyway, they all pile into this little Portuguese van and they're like trying to like drive the streets of this little tiny town finding Colton. And like, they're looking in like the brush off the side of the road. There's like this dog barking. It's like, it's, it's a lot, of course it's a lot more dramatic than it actually is. It's like, I mean, he can only get so far. So they finally catch up with him and he's walking down this road. And so a member of the production team like jumps out of the van, like jogs up to him. It's like Colton, Colton, it's this girl. And he basically like, he didn't like shove her off, but he kind of like waves her off. Like he like moves his arms real big and kind of like brushes her off. And so, I mean, he's just being a little bitch about it. I mean, it's just like, he was just being a bratty child. So, I mean, not one to talk to anybody. So I think he finally talked to Chris Harrison and he was able to kind of bring him back in. But Chris, Chris Harrison's I, the only save. He's the sa- Lord savior of the bachelor. Yes. So he will only talk to him, which and only him. I love Chris Harrison. So I can't say I blame him. I know. I think he throws shade better than anybody on that show. So <laughs> I kind of like it. This season he threw the best shade and I was just like, wow, this is Chris Harrison peak right now. I love, mm-hmm. love I it. I love he because he usually is so poised, and he. I feel like he, Chris Harrison. I mean, because he, he jumped the fucking fence. <laughs> like I know. You never hear Chris Harrison swear, so I'm like, oh well, there we go. Um, but yeah, Colton was just being a little, a little wiener basically about it, which I guess I can understand. But he was, I think, more of it is he was probably just embarrassed more than anything, right? Like, yeah. I'd be pissed if I were him because the producers clearly flew her dad in for a reason and set this whole thing up. I'd feel like I'm the lead and you set me up. I hate y'all. 
And so I can understand why he would have left. Yeah. But he just kept saying, I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. Which, like, oh, they're like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I guess they were probably doing anything to get him to come back to, you know, where he's safe and sound and not, you know, they're probably thinking, oh, God, a rabid dog is going to come and attack him and, like, rip his face off and we're going to have a dead batch. I don't know. They could probably think the worst, like, nobody's out there in the middle of nowhere. Well, and like contractually, like he can't be done. Like he has to finish the show. That's why it was so silly. He's right. just like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, you're not done, you can't dude. Be done. Like <laughs> you gotta come back at some point. Like, I wonder so. what would happen if someone was just like like what's written in the contract, like if they literally stopped filming. Like if they would have to pay money or like what would happen? I've no idea. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't get paid. I mean, do they get paid? Do the bachelors and bachelorettes yeah. get paid? They do. So yeah, they just wouldn't get do. paid. Um, I think. But I do like that they showed his meltdown because I've seen tweets from past Bachelor and Bachelorettes. It was like, I tried to quit five times and they wouldn't let me, but they didn't air like my entire meltdown. So I feel like every lead gets to a point because you're so secluded from the world and you're so invested in this journey. Um, so I'm kind of glad they showed the meltdown because I thought it made it more real and it made it more, yeah, like just real to the point where people see that this really does take a toll on your emotions and this isn't just like a TV show. Um, so to me, I was thoroughly enjoying the meltdown. That's true. (laughs) And he seemed, he seemed like he wasn't acting like he seemed like I mean he was so in love with this girl like I, I believed him that he was that upset at least where um later on I felt like there was a lot of acting that was going on but which so he decides ultimately I guess he sleeps it off in the next morning he decides I'm so in love with her and I just I know she's in love with me and I gotta go chase her so I'm gonna dump these two other girls that are supposedly in love with him Two other sad sex. Oh my god. (laughs) So then we get into our like him going and breaks up with Tasha first, which I don't want to get y'all's thoughts on this too. But I'm like, there's no way she thought she was going to win, right? Like she that bitch knew she was going home. Um, she didn't seem surprised. At least I didn't think so. I listened to a, a podcast with her on it, and she said that she knew as soon as they were like behind closed doors, but she was just surprised that he came to the door and broke it off with her without a rose ceremony. So yeah, she kind of knew, but it was surprising of how he did it. And, but I thought it was interesting that like he was crying in a mess and she's like comforting him. Like he's the one breaking up with her and she's like having to be mature and say, Oh, I'm sorry. Don't cry. Like what? No, that's not fair. (laughs) That's not fair. But I also, I felt like she was fake crying when she was crying. I feel like I don't know. I kind of did too, to be honest, just because she just kind of like did this blank stare when he broke the news to her. And so that's why I was like, I feel like she knew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like, as it went on, she started like this crying routine that I'm like, I'm with you. I'm like, how, how did you not know that you had the least chemistry out of everybody with Colton? I mean, come on. I don't know, but that one, I mean, it ripped the bandaid off. It was kind of awkward watching. But then when he breaks up with poor Hannah G, that one was brutal. Yeah. I felt so like she she genuinely, I felt like she really thought it was was her. And I didn't feel like she, she was did. acting. I don't think she was acting. I think she like legitimately thought. Yeah, Can I tell y'all what, what broke my heart when he said, 
you made me better. And she said, that's what I do. I make everyone better. And then they leave. I was falling apart. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the most horrible thing to feel. Yeah. She also, I'm glad she just kind of stuck up or stood up for herself because I feel like you didn't really see a lot of that at all this season with her. So I think she didn't take it well, but I'm glad she spoke up and like spoke her mind because I think that was really crucial and people falling in love with her because she was so sweet and innocent the entire season, but she took that hard because it was, it was really emotional for her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she, kinda, she, like, she played yeah. by the rules. Like, I feel like she did everything right. So I think she got to the end and she's like, look, I stayed out of the drama. I did and said all the right things. You know, I did what the producers told me to do and here I am getting dumped. And for what, you know, like all this was for nothing. Yeah. Well, at least for her, she's she's going to be fine regardless. I don't know if she's going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. If she is on Bachelor in Paradise, she's going to be the girl that every person, every dude there is obsessed with and fawning over. At least she has that for her. And if she doesn't go on Paradise, she's got her Instagram game made. She'll be good. She'll be fine. And she's so young. She's 23. So she's got a lot of time left to find the right dude like 23 is so young um so i guess after that i mean it's him like okay i'm gonna go get get cassie i'm gonna go win her back and i'm like i the best part i think is when chris harrison sat him down and was like do okay is have you thought about if she just just does not like you like like, maybe she's just not into you yeah oh my god and I don't even remember what Colton said, but he's like, nah, she is. She's into me. I'm like, mm, huh. uh. so cringy to watch. But that was peak, Har- peak Chris Harrison right there. Yes. But that was so cringy when he was like, nope, she loves me. And I'm like, Ugh. but uh, Chris, Chris, yeah. Chris Harrison asking all the questions everybody in America wants to know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, there has to be something going on behind the scenes with them for Colton. I don't know if Colton just del- was like just delusional or if they'd had conversations that weren't shown on TV where like it made him legitimately think that because everything they showed us, it made it seem like she was like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm 100% out. So like everyone's screaming at the TV. Like, are you a fucking idiot? Like, why are you going to go after this girl who clearly does not like you? I don't know. Um, so then it episode ends with him knocking on her door. Like, okay, cool. So <laughs> night two, like, clearly she expected Colton to be there. I don't know y'all's reactions. This is where I thought acting took place because she opens the door and she like has a smile on her face. Like, Oh, hi Colton. Like if it was legitimately a surprise, like I think she would have opened the door and been like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I have some thoughts. So first of all, you finish the episode Monday night, homegirl's hair is straight. And then Colton opens the door on Tuesday night. Homegirl's hair is curly. What has happened? This feels like fake to me because why Why was her hair straight? And then the very next, supposedly the very next minute, her hair was curly. So or, I feel like something went on that we didn't get to see. Like, um, and they tried to recreate it. Why wouldn't she have gone home? Like, I thought when they left, they, like, left. Like, the producers drove her to the damn airport and got her ass out of there. Why was she still there? Like, But also, get, how, how easy of, or is it to get a flight? Out of Algarve, Portugal. Oh. Is that where they still are? I don't even I know where they no are. Idea. I don't know. But <laughs> it seemed like they talked to her after and were like, hey, Colton's going to come. Like they told, like they gave her a heads up. Like clearly, 
right? Like, because she opened the door and, and like, looked happy to see him, and, like, it just looked very, very fake. And their conversation after that seemed fake. I have a theory that the whole conversation between them happened in Spain because it looked like she was wearing the same thing in Spain that she was in Portugal. So either they had that conversation and immediately boarded a plane and she wore the same outfit or train. I don't know how close those things are. And which, by the way, side note, her shoes were really cute. They were like little um, mules with leopard print. And I really loved them. You would notice that. I didn't see those. (laughs) But like, I think they filmed it in Spain. I think whatever happened, she ended up in Spain somehow. And all of this transpired there. I is my see theory. That. I could see that for sure. And then, but she's so awkward. He's like, we don't, I, I sent all the other two girls home and she's just, I don't know, her like, like surprised face just seemed I'd, absolutely ridiculous. And was like, oh, okay, I'll take you back. Yeah, let's just date and I'll go meet your family. This is totally normal. Let's just, let's do it. I just broke up with you and crushed your heart and stomped on it. But yeah, let's get back together. It blows my mind. And then his family, like meeting his family, his family was not having it. No, they weren't. I mean, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of his mom. I thought she was, she knew what's up. And then his poor dad, (laughs) I felt so bad for his dad. His dad, like broke, like his dad is precious. He just like broke down. Was what I don't even remember what he said. He was like, "I just want what's best for you. I don't want this like you to like go through heartbreak again." I was like, "Oh, what a sweet dad Aww. to be so sweet to his son." Um, but yeah, they were not having Cassie at all, and that's when I was like, "Yeah, this is downhill done for sure." But nope, they went on another like bachelor date where they propel down a mountain. Why are we still doing this bullshit? No, all these like gravity defying dates are getting old at this point. I'm like, let's just let's move on. God. So. Um, and then they go into their fantasy suite date night. This is where shit got weird. Like, uh, so cringy. I bet you guys felt the same way. It was so awkward. Yeah. So awkward. Awful. Yeah. Why do we have to keep talking about Colton's virginity? It was probably mentioned twenty times over the two nights, and I was like, can we just not? No. keep asking about this it's terrible and then also don't fake kicking producers out because like you're like I'm about so to have about to have sex <laughs> get out of here like, like i love yeah. you guys but i'm gonna lock the door now and then they do the big like light turn off thing from outside and, and i'm like you guys oh, oh god and well, at least they didn't throw in like a giggle like typically when they do the light turn off at the fantasy suite they throw in a little giggle and it's the most yeah. Disgusting thing ever. Just <laughs> super Ew. extra. No. I know. <clears throat> but then of course they do the wake up in the bed the next morning with the cameras come in. So clearly it's it's staged too, but it's like the oh I'm we're just gonna smile at each other. We're not gonna tell anybody what happened, but <laughs> let's just smile yeah, exactly. and act weird. Ew. All I could think about when he was like bringing breakfast over was like he was bringing this tray over that had coffee on it and he was so close to spilling the coffee. Oh I know. Over. I saw that I was too. Like, oh, was- oh, oh. Oh. That would have been really funny if that actually happened. Like, yeah, it would have been. Um, but yeah, I guess we just it kind of ends there because we, we have the weird like live taping stuff going on at the same time, which really weird. Did y'all when they had the panel of like former contestants? They had Onyeka and Sydney. Like, what what purpose do they have talking to Chris Harrison about if Cassie and Colton had sex? Why are they there? And why were they there with Jason and Ben Higgins? I was I was so confused. And then Chris <laughs> Gooseman. Like, why? Yeah, why was the goose there? 
I was it was a mess. I don't but they had nothing to say. It was all of of I don't know, maybe they did have sex. That's all that's all that we can say. Like, okay, what this was oh. absolutely pointless. Pointless. Wow. We did not we did not need four hours of this. I don't know who Ben Higgins sold his soul to, but he has been on every single iteration of this show in some format. And I feel like his contract must have been so lengthy because he keeps showing up and I don't know why. He doesn't want to be there. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. But he wasn't even that good of a bachelor. I mean, it's like good grief. I loved Ben. Oh, really? I didn't really. Yeah. I thought he was boring. <laughs> well, he's he definitely is, the he's, best that I've seen. He is a little boring. I say I like I like him after like his post bachelor stuff like he's kind of boring in his podcast i like him i think and Lindsay, i think you've said the same thing and maybe mary too that you like him more after listening to his podcast yes oh, for sure okay. he's a lot more well-spoken on his podcast than you think he would be yeah interesting <laughs> and i mean he follow or he had the follow-up by nick and ari so i feel like he has definitely been the best bachelor since that is an excellent point yes <laughs> oh my god Make it look true. real good. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm real glad that I fast forwarded through all of the Bachelor Nation live stuff because I was like, these people have nothing to add. I can guarantee this is gonna be a waste of time. So yes, exactly what I did, and I'm very glad I did it because then they bring yeah. out Colton and Cassie, and they have the. I was flabbergasted by okay, cool, they're they're dating, and then they have some weird ass band that nobody's heard of, serenade them. Like, who was this band? Oh, what were they called? Was Air Supply. Air, Air Supply. Supply. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, we had to look up a song by them because, and it, it like, it was the only song I knew. So it was a one-hit wonder band, what? and everybody was like, Who? "And that wasn't the song they sang. They have one song that you would have heard of, and I don't even remember what it's called. It's all out but, of love. Yes. Oh, yes. that okay." But like, who are these weird bands? Like, they always have no name. And, like, so a lot of times, like, on the dates, they'll have, like, up-and-coming artists. But this was, like, old people. Not to discriminate. But weren't they, like, old? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel bad I saying mean, that. But... at least 50s. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely, like, in their prime in, like, the 80s when their music yeah. was a, a thing. But it's just an odd choice. And it just, the whole thing was really weird and cringy while I was watching it. Um, it was. But... Yeah, I guess all we got from that is that now Cassie is as so in love with Colton. I'm like, I so I don't know I don't what's true it. or false. I don't, don't know for a second. I know, and I my heart, I feel so bad for Colton because I feel like now, like maybe he thinks it, but I feel like deep down she's like, no, nah, I'm in this shit for six months and then I'm peacing. I don't know. That's what I think. Can I give y'all? Can I give y'all a hot take? Yes. I don't hate Cassie's logic. It is insane to fall in love and get engaged in eight weeks or however long they filmed the bachelor. And I think her execution was horrible, but I think what she was saying was not wrong. I mean, um, she just went about it in a really bad way, which I, yeah, that's fair. I agree with, but then it's more of the like logic of, okay, but you knew what show you were going on. So yes. like, that's what I keep coming back to. It's like, you know, that people get proposed to on this show. So if you're not into being married, then what are you doing? I think that's what the other girls were trying to tell them too. Yes. Yeah. And so for all the other girls that everyone is saying Cassie is the one that's not ready and telling him this over and over. And yet he still picks the girl that's not ready for this. I just, oh, I worry for him. And if y'all haven't looked, Cassie now has 1.3 million followers on Instagram. Like, are you kidding me? 
Like mission accomplished because that's why yeah. she came on the show yes, to get Instagram amen. followers yeah. and it worked. And it 100% worked more than any other girl. Cause Hannah G had a ton coming in. I think Hannah G is at like almost 900,000, which is still great for the runner up of the show. But like for Cassie to Cassie, I think before she won had like maybe close to 900,000. And like since yesterday, she's up to 1.3 million, which is so crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Even, even Hannah B has, 693,000 followers, which is a, a lot, yeah. but that's half the amount that Cassie has. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Which I guess maybe Hannah B will gain more now that she was announced as our as our bachelorette. So what do y'all think about this? Oh, I am so here for it. I have come full circle on Hannah B. I love that red dress that she had on. It was so cute. She is a little awkward, but I think she makes it funny. And I think it'll be a really interesting season. I think she'll bring a good cast of characters. What do you think, Caitlin? Uh, I'm not a Hannah B fan. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I, I, I will most likely watch because I feel contractually obligated now that I'm a part of this uh, entertainment program. But uh, I'm, We'll see. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she'll be better when she's just one-on-one and doesn't feel like she has anybody to impress and she's just there to find what she's looking for. So we'll see. Mary? Um, I'm pretty okay slash neutral with it. At first, she was a mess in my eyes, but as she kind of progressed into The Bachelor, I started liking her more. And then her her exit speech was fantastic um, about the line saying how she wants to be chosen every day. I was like, oh, this is great bachelorette material. And um, and I think it's a good choice for ABC, All-American Girl, kind of awkward, like Lindsay said. Um, will give us good TV. I think it's going to bring in some weird guys, as we saw on the, oh, um, God, yes. on the final rows. Uh, but I, I think overall, it was a decent choice. I think they could have chosen worse. So Yeah, because I you know, and a lot of people have said to like between they're like, no, I want it to be Hannah G, which I can see. But at the same time, Hannah G is kind of boring. Like is she, just she didn't get enough screen time. She didn't. She got no screen time. So you can't really see like her personality, like her exit interview last night with Chris Harrison when she was on the couch. Like she's very poised and well put together, but just she just is kind of boring where Hannah B is quirky and awkward and like she is kind of annoying. Like she annoyed the shit out of me when she first came on the season. I know Caitlin and I kind of dug in <laughs> into her when we very first started watching this. Uh, she's just, all she was about was Alabama roll tide. And I guess maybe us being Aggies, we were like, no, like she was yeah. bad in our eyes to begin with, but she did. She warmed up to me though. She was really, really, really awkward last night though. When she met the, the guys, it made me secondhand embarrassment. Awkward. I have a question for Caitlin and Claire. Are y'all going to root really hard for the Aggie guy who rapped? Because wait, he's an Aggie. The, the very last line of the rap was, "This is the only time an Aggie will say roll tide," and then he blew the roses at her. Oh, so, I think I was just so, so appalled by like what was happening that I didn't even listen to what he was yeah, saying. Same. I I saw that after the fact, and I was like, oh, but because eh. is she the one that she gave the ro- the rose to? Was him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I liked him. I thought he was cute. And then he started to rap and I was like, oh God, uh oh, this could go down south real fast. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It's, I feel like any of the guys that are on that were, that she met last night will not win because I feel like when they've done this in the past, 
uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like when <clears throat> Becca did this last year, Garrett wasn't one of the people, right? Garrett, yeah, yeah, Garrett. And he then was? when they did it with Rachel, it was, I think Eric Bigger was on it and he went far. So. Oh, okay. No, Becca met Blake, I think, on her Blake, season because he yeah. sat her up on the horse. So maybe one of these guys will go far, but maybe not win. Not win. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It just felt really awkward. And I feel like Hannah didn't know what to do. And like she just kind of like kept stuttering and like didn't have words. And it was really weird. So but she's going to need some coaching. And maybe when it's not being filmed li- like on live TV, she'll be a little bit better. Well, that coaching better kick in because they start filming tomorrow. So, oh my god! <laughs> wow. Oh. Well, <clears throat> well, and I feel like that will probably it usually airs around Memorial Day, right? Is when like the Bachelor. No, kind of- May thirteenth. That's when they said it was May thirteenth. That's early. Oh that's damn, early. that's early. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess if they start filming like tomorrow, like that's two months of filming. So, yeah. man, that's crazy. That's well, coming up. That's crazy. ABC got rid of Dancing with the Stars this year, so they don't have a Dancing with the Stars to cut to for the next oh, 10 or 12 weeks. That's true. I wow. forgot about that. Okay. I forgot about that. Well, all right. Well, two months, we'll be gearing back up for this, and then Bachelor in Paradise, which is my favorite. So uh, Yes. Mine, too. Can't get enough of it. We'll have some good – I'm trying to think of who – like what girls from this season will be on it. Like Demi, obviously, is a shoe-in. Um, who else do you think will be on it? I could see Hannah G going to paradise. And then I, I feel like they'll throw like an Onyeka in there. What about like Heather? Oh, Heather Heather for sure. Yeah. Heather. Heather's not doing anything. She's 22. She's like, sure. I'll go to the beach. She doesn't have a job. I mean, come on. And now that she's kissed one dude, now that she's kissed one dude, she's like, yeah, I'll come and suck face with every person alive. So I'll kiss some more. Um, I'm trying to, and I wonder what, dudes from Becca's season will be on too I don't know it's been so long I don't even remember who was on her season I know would they bring Blake back around because he didn't do paradise this last year because he just gotten his heart broken I think I think he could be a big either he'll be like an original or they'll bring him kind of towards the end and he'll play he'll pull like Mr. Steel yo steel yo girl (laughs) yeah I could see that (laughs) Um, but regardless, we're going to have good, good cast members for it. It always is. And, um, it's always crazy to me that they film that in freaking two weeks and that's it. So two weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But and there's been more success from bachelor in paradise couples and there has been on the actual bachelor. It's crazy. Which wow. I guess the only, I need to watch this. I've never watched. I know. This. I don't know why Caitlin. Cause I feel like you will, you will love it too, just because it's, I don't know. It's much more entertaining. Cause I mean, it's literally like 20 people on a beach, like crammed in together, like 24 seven for two straight weeks. And that's the only reason I could think that like maybe couples would last or like better relationships come is because you have so much more time with that person. Even though it's only over two weeks, you spend a lot more quality time with people than being. And you get Wells, the bartender. I mean, yes. it's just like so great. <laughs> so true. Ugh, love Wells. Um, I mean, anything I, that about wraps up the season. Again, I love the season. I think the season overall was good. And the, I really liked this group of girls. They were pretty young, but I think I thought they were entertaining. So hopefully she has good dudes on the, on the bachelorette. Um, so kind of moving on pretty much a little segue to it. So just seeing how 
like obsessed Colton was with Cassie and like he was way more into her it seemed like then she was into him it had me thinking about my boyfriend that I had before I started to date Justin and it made me think of just like really weird stories and scenarios that happened in just like my prior dating life and so I wanted to talk to you guys and just I'm sure all of you have had really weird ass stories with dudes and just I always find it very entertaining to hear other people's problems and just like weird stories and living vicariously through them um, because I love awkward stories. So I wanted to share with y'all kind of just a really weird thing that happened to me and then you can fill me in on like weird shit that's happened to you too. So it made me think, so my boyfriend before Justin, and this is horrible to say, but he was way more into me than I was into him. And that sounds really like, oh, I'm, I'm, the best of the best like this dude was obsessed with me but like he was way more into me (laughs) than I was into him and like it's a good feeling like someone like being so into you but it's also gets to a point where you're like dude back the fuck off like this is really creepy so we had only been dating for like six months and I had just moved to college and so our dating life prior to that was great because we were together all the time then when I moved he got like very jealous and was like annoyed at the fact that I left him to go to college it wasn't at home to hang out with him um so he started to get a little bit needy and like obsessive kind of um and like wanted to know what I was doing 24 7 every single day so I was already like dude back like back off I need room to breathe so this is back on Facebook when like you could see on I don't know if it was like the news feed or whenever you became friends with someone else, like it made a notification. It was like, Claire is now friends with Mary or whatever it may be. He saw that I became friends with this dude that I'd met in my class. And so he texted or he called me and was like, who is this guy that you're friends with on Facebook? And I was like, it's a guy that I met in class. He's like, why are you friending dude? Like, why are you talking to guys in your class? Like you're dating me. And I was like, okay, well, Um, I'm allowed to be friends with other people. Thank you. Um, but he was, he did not like the fact that I was in a sorority and making other friends outside of him. So if it was a dude, that was a real problem for him. So anyways, he kept bugging me about it. And I was like, he's just my friend in class. Like we talk about math. Like he literally sits next to me in math class. So he somehow got my login to my Facebook and saw that this guy had messaged me on Facebook. Like we were talking through messenger, just like about stuff in math class. And then he messaged me and said, Hey, me and a bunch of my friends are going to go to like this intramural soccer game. Like, do you want to come and like hang out with us? And I was like, yeah, sure. That'd be fun. I hadn't had the chance to tell my boyfriend this yet, but he logged in and saw these messages like that. I was going to go hang out with this dude and like these other people and friends. So he calls me and he was like, what, like what the actual fuck? Like you are not allowed to hang out with him. And like, it got into this argument where I was like, number one, why are you creeping in on my Facebook? Number two, I'm allowed to hang out with other people. I didn't know he went in, found this dude on his own Facebook, messaged him and was like, you need to back the fuck up off of my girl. Do not talk to her. Do not spend time with her anymore. Or I will come there and kick your ass. Oh my God. I had no, no. <laughs> I had no idea that he had messaged this guy. So the guy in class the next day was like, uh, your boyfriend, I guess, like, messaged me on Facebook saying he's going to kick my ass if I ever talk oh, to you again. So awkward. And I was like, um, are you kidding me? And so he was like, yeah, um, I'm going to go sit over here and like, didn't sit next to me anymore. Defriended me off of Facebook because oh, of my boyfriend. No. And then he was like, <laughs> I was like, I was so mad, but then he made me think that I was being ridiculous that he was like, he was clearly hitting on you and like, he was going to try and sleep with you. And I was like, no, he wasn't. But then he got me thinking like, oh yeah, maybe you're right. And so then I was like, okay with it. And that fucking messed oh, up. That is so psycho. 
<laughs> like, like how did how did I not know like then that this was weird? I don't know. Well, and if someone was trying to sleep with you, wouldn't you be smart enough to say no? I mean, I know yeah. you, Claire. I don't think you're just like, oh, okay, well, sure, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, we were 18, 19 years old at the time, but still like, that's fucking weird. And I, the fact that I didn't know that that was weird at the time or like that was really weird and creepy that he did it and I didn't break up with him then and there. Whoops. <laughs> but anyway, so that just got me thinking about because Colton is so obsessed with Cassie. Like this dude was so like into me that he did really weird shit so <laughs> anyway do y'all have anything either weird like that cringeworthy or just something that will make me laugh because I love to hear weird dating stories of course of course I do please oh tell. my gosh please elaborate so, um you were there for this so you remember oh, okay Claire. um so in college um I uh had it was my senior year I just finished uh going through a breakup with, um, this other guy and, um, and it was pretty bad and it was bad enough to where this is not the, the point of the story, but it was bad enough to where one of our mutual friends, um, actually peed in a can of beer and then went and poured it in his gas tank. Oh, so, I was there for that too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that happened. Um, so it was ugly. So I was hurting. Right. So, um, I don't really remember how I met this guy. I, do you remember how I met Doom? I, through mutual, I don't know, through people who I think that you knew, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was something like, okay, so Claire and I in college had this, this, uh, almost daily, uh, thing that we do with that, some of our other friends or where we called it porch sitting, where we go out in the patio and just day drink yes. from like three o'clock on. So, um, I think that's how I met him. I feel like we met up with some of like Sarah's brother's friends from the Corps Cadets or something. And he was in there. So yeah. I don't really remember how I met this, this bozo, but um, we call him Doomhammer because that was apparently his email handle in college. It was like doomhammer36 at tamu.edu. Just something like stupid that you would think of when you're 17 years old and a boy. So <laughs> make it your um, college email for everyone to see. Yeah, to protect this gentleman's identity, we will call him Doomhammer henceforth. So, um, <sighs> Doomhammer and I had a very like tumultuous relationship. It wasn't even really a relationship. It's like we hung out. I thought he was weird, but I kind of tolerated him because he could also kind of double as like a bodyguard for us when we went out drinking. Yes. <laughs> it's always good when you're a group of girls to have a guy there just in case people get weird with you. So that's, I guess in my college Caitlin mind, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Oh, this is, this is great. So, and it, I mean, he was, he was into me. I was definitely not that into him. It was, I feel bad now. I mean, looking back, I'm like, okay, you know, I probably should have just been upfront about with him about where this is going. So anyway, it all kind of came to a head one night because I mean, I wasn't really giving him any straight answers on like where I saw us going. So we were out, on Northgate and he got just rip roaring drunk. I mean, <laughs> most of the time he held it down pretty good because he, I think somewhat understood that his job was to protect a group of girls, but I mean, he had just had it. So he just got like bowling alley drunk <laughs> and like, anyway, so, <sighs> so we ended up back at my apartment and 
I don't, do you remember what happened? Some, something went down at my apartment that just set him off. Like he was screaming at me. Oh no, I remember what it was. No, he comes into my room and like tries to pass out on my bed. And I tell him, if you think that you're staying here tonight, you got another thing coming. You better (laughs) get out. And so he got real pissed at me and he's like, what do you want, Caitlin? And so, um, at that point I was just done. I was like, you know what? Just I, I can't handle this anymore. And so at that point he just like stormed out of the apartment and I thought maybe he just needed to go cool off. Just needed a few minutes just to breathe. No, he straight up pulled a Colt in you guys. Like he just went off into the darkness and it was like freezing cold. I remember this because yes. like the, they closed down the school for a snow day, even though like barely snow, but it was still really, really cold. So like we're waiting and I'm texting him. He's not texting him, texting me back. And I'm like, Y'all, he's drunk and it's like 27 degrees outside. We should probably go find him. So we all load up in my friend's Ford Escape and like we're driving around College Station trying to find him. It's dark. Like the apartment complex I lived in was kind of down this long road with like a bunch of ditches and woods. And so we're like trying to find this dude. And then we finally stumble across him next to the railroad tracks. Like he's just like chilling on the railroad tracks. He's got a bottle of my vodka in his hand. He sees me coming. He throws it in the bush and starts running. And so we catch up with him. My friend uh, like throws the emergency brake on, like gets out and like tries to, ta- and then keep in mind, my, my friend that tries to tackle him is like five foot nothing, like maybe a buck 10. Like she's, tiny Tiny. get your ass over here so anyway he's he's yelling at her and she's like literally like grabbing him by his shirt and like opening the trunk of her escape and trying to push him into (laughs) the trunk of her escape and like he finally just like complies and so we're like driving him back to his house with him like just like sitting all pissed off in the back of her ford escape it's just a total disaster so we finally get get him back to his house. And I think he thought I was going to come in and talk to him. And I said, I'm, nope. I'm out. I'm done. Bye. And he's like, Oh, just run away, Caitlin. Like you do from everything else. And y'all, I have never snapped on an individual in my life. Like I snapped <laughs> on him because <laughs> I mean, I was screaming at him and I basically told him that I saved his life, that he would be dead if it weren't for me and my friends. And I'm the only person that cared to make sure that he lived through that night. And I went on and on and on. And I think to the point where the neighbors told me to shut the fuck up and uh, they were right to do so because I was out of control and mentally unhinged. And that is one of many of my cringy dating stories. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have to share. Oh my gosh. That's great. That night was <laughs> absolutely insane. All I remember, did he, did he not have, cause he always wore this like brown zip up hoodie. That was <gasps> the hoodie, I forgot about the hoodie. It was so <laughs> ugly. And I think we made fun of him a lot for it. Probably made him feel really bad. We're like, we're in a duty brown <laughs> sweater. Like this poor guy, he was so in love with you and so obsessed with you. And you, we were just all oh, assholes. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I mean, ah, I yeah. was just such a, I was not in a good place. Like just from that last relationship, I was, I had no business trying to, be around anybody i just needed to continue patio drinking and day drinking and just be single yeah that's what i that's what i need to do that's okay so funny those stories are so so funny and i know you both will probably have something equally as obnoxious (laughs) well i have a small story and i i think i should preface before i tell y'all 
I met my current long-term boyfriend when I was 20. So my only dating stories are from when I was a teenager. I don't have anything else. That's um, so I um, dated this guy in high school and I was kind of a, I don't want to use the word bitch because that seems harsh, but I was definitely a serial heartbreaker. I just, you know, I didn't want to date anybody for that long. And I just wanted people to take me to the movies. <laughs> so I had this boyfriend in high school for like six months and he was super in love with me and I was super not in love with him, but he had a car and I was not 16 yet. And so I dated him until I was 17. I guess I was 16 and didn't have my own car yet. Dated him until I was 17 and he, I tried to break up with him my junior year of high school. And I lived in like a, a subdivision in a small town where everybody knows your business, right? It's just a, there was not very many people in this town and everyone knew where everyone lived and it was very quiet. I break up with this guy in front of my house one night and my whole family's home. All the neighbors know us and everything. This guy causes such a scene in my neighborhood. He gets in his truck and is like screaming and crying and has his windows down while he's screaming and crying and oh, is like honking no. his horn driving around my neighborhood. Just like <laughs> <Honking> his horn. <laughs> causing the biggest scene and I was it was just so like dramatic high school stuff but it stuck with me because it was just so the epitome of like I was just not that into him and I totally misread the situation of how much he liked me (laughs) and then yeah everyone knows now and it's like oh and we know exactly what happened what a little leader everybody in this small town's just like oh Lindsay's such a heartbreaker I'm like Like, wait a minute Oh. I'm just picturing this guy like driving around with his windows down, just like blasting like my chemical romance or something, just really <laughs> yes. angry and like emo and feeling feelings. Oh. That was so of the time. It probably was. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, high school boys though are so, just the stuff you think, but you look back on what you did when we were in high school and you're like, oh my God, I was like, what was I thinking? I was an idiot. Ugh. <laughs> so embarrassing mary it's your no, turn i i had i was i had like five or six different stories in my head but i'll tell this one so this is when i was 20 and i was i was a sophomore in college and i had i had two boyfriends in college um one for a year and a half and then one for three and a half years and then a little after college and i recently had broken up with my first boyfriend in college and I was out with my current boyfriend and my roommate is at home and she calls me and she's like, Hey, this guy is here. Who was, who was best friends with my ex-boyfriend. He came to our door, was pounding on the door, so hammered, so drunk. And he passed out in front of our door. Oh my God. And my other roommate was out of town. My roommate that called me was at home alone. And she was like, do you have Ryan's number? I was like, no, I don't have that number anymore. I'm currently out with my, or I was out with my current boyfriend. And I told him what was happening and that Ryan was going to my apartment to pick him up. And so I get this random text from somebody. I didn't have his number and it was Ryan saying, hey, I need to come get Matt are you home? And I was like, no, go get your weird friend who just showed up at my apartment, wasted, passed out on my front porch. 
So he comes and he gets him and then proceeds to text me after saying that he's okay. I was like, okay, I don't care. Um, And then he starts to text me to like catch up, quote unquote. Uh, And I was like, don't you have a girlfriend? Bye. It was the weirdest thing ever because it was so out of my control, out of my control. And it was just the most cringy thing ever because I feel like it was almost planned to like try to slide back in and get redemption, but it totally didn't work. But, um, yeah, I was just so floored at his friend for doing that. And, and the worst part about it, the friend didn't even remember any of this. He was so blackout. He didn't remember it. And he thought it was a made up story. And I was like, nope. I apparently you showed up at my apartment wasted as hell and just passed out on my on my front doorstep. But like, why would he were you close with this friend? Like, I'm very confused on why he just showed up at your place. (laughs) Um, I I wasn't really at that point, but my other roommate was dating one of their friends. Okay, so I think that's why he thought he could just like show up at my apartment. Oh. But at the same time, it was really disrespectful because he knew I was with somebody else. And he also knew that Ryan was with somebody else. It was just very like uncomfortable on every party. And then what was fantastic was the trying, trying, seeing how I was and Ew. catching up. I was like, no, no. That's not going to happen. We're not doing this. (laughs) So cringe. And it was just weird because I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is out of my control. So awful. Ew. God. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm a kind of like Lindsay said, I was the only stories I have. I only dated two people in my entire life. And in high school, I was kind of a loser and didn't date anybody. So. (laughs) Okay. So how about this? Have you guys had middle-aged men slide into your DMs on Instagram? No. Yep. I'm not cool I enough, haven't. I guess. <laughs> I'm not okay. cool no, enough. Yeah, I just, I, apparently my uh, profile picture does not lead to that sort of thing. Yeah, Caitlin well, and Mary, I don't even have pictures? a bloody profile picture, y'all. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> even like my hair up in a ponytail and I'm like in profile. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I guess Mary can relate to this. But it, another thing is, I make it abundantly clear because I know this happens. I made abundantly clear that I am married and I Austin doesn't like to take pictures, but there are pictures of Austin on there. So it's not like I'm some single girl, like showing off my ass and like, you know, looking for something on the side. Yeah. So, I mean, not often, but I would say probably once or twice a week, I will get, which maybe that is often. <laughs> like, that's get, often. What are you talking yeah, about? Often. Maybe, yeah. often. But it's like, and it's weird because I'll, I'll look at like their followers versus like following. And it's like, they'll have zero followers and like following like 1400 people. And it'll be like, it'll just be something stupid, like high. And I'm like, and it's very clearly like a 40 to 50 year old dude. Or, and like, if it's not like, it, sometimes they'll have pictures of like their families on there. And so I, you know, I always just delete decline block, but this week I got a really, really gross one that freaked me out. And I, I, I sent it to Claire because I just didn't know what to do with it. So, um, 
I get a message request from somebody and it was like, hello, my name is something, something I'm looking for a sugar baby. And I liked your profile. If you're interested, give me a call at this number. And I was like, are you serious? And so I went and looked at his profile and it's like, sure enough, it's like such and such philanthropist looking for SB. And I'm like, <laughs> it said that in the profile. It did. I was y'all so grossed out. I'm like, I am very, very happily married. Like I just, Oh, so grossed out. But yeah. I mean, apparently that's a thing on Instagram where like these old dudes will slide in. And- I'm like, and what girl is like, Oh yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. No, Gross. no, not me. What? So what, what's happened with you, Mary? Um, I've gotten a, like just a few, no, definitely not twice a week like you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I've gotten one from like a seven year old man and I'm like, do you even know what Instagram is? What, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And you know, you know how dads are notorious for taking like the same angled pic on Facebook yes. posting it like five different times. Um, that's like what his profile was. It was of him in the same picture, like seven different times. And then like of his dog randomly, which was cute, but he was like, Hey, good looking. And I was like, Nope. nope. And I, <laughs> and that was the extent of the conversation. I nope. just blocked and I was like, Oh, you could be my grandpa. It's so disgusting. But I mean, that's kind of the price you pay if you have your profile on public. Cause I, recently yeah. put it on public um for my job and now I went back to private so I know Lindsay you did that too <laughs> oh I did so I went public for like two hours because Claire and I were at um we were seeing girl with no job on Saturday and I wanted to tag her in my picture and I wanted her to see it so I made myself public for like a few hours Saturday night at her show when we took a picture with her and like three or four random started following me. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't, it's not worth it. Maybe she saw it. Maybe she didn't. It's <laughs> like, like, I can't handle it. But like, how do these, what I don't understand is how do these people like come out of the woodworks and find you, right? Like you were on, that's my question on private for so long. And it's like, you don't get all of these requests or like followers, but then as soon as you go public, it's like, how do these people like find you? I don't get it. It must be the Instagram algorithm. There must be something like you're easier to find if you're public or something. But like, what are they? And also, if you're if you're searching like similar things, so if you're just like surfing through girls' profiles, you're like there's some, yeah, like Lindsay said, it's some type of algorithm that will randomly show your profile. Um, if you go to the little eyeglass thing, you can see like all of the stuff that you typically look at. So for me, it's food. Um, (laughs) but like for, for creepy guys, it's probably just like random girls and also matching up the hashtags and stuff like that. So if y'all ever use hashtags, that's probably why. Yeah. Uh, That's why. Yeah. Cause I do. Social Mm. media 101 over here. (laughs) Well, (laughs) gross and i'm not gonna stop using hashtags i guess i'll just keep blocking and reporting all these gross ass dudes yeah i guess but... i was gonna ask i'm like as soon as they send something about you do you block them like immediately oh, yeah okay i'm just i'm always so grossed out it's just no yeah ew well i more of more so yeah i do that too but then i'm like i don't want especially if like i get weirdos following me like i'm like cool another follower but i'm like i don't want people seeing that like pornhub xox follows me on instagram like yeah no, thank same because that happens too oh yeah no oh gross so 
Ugh, the internet is a wild thing, y'all. I can't. <laughs> it's on. amazing and completely, utterly terrible at the same time. <laughs> Seriously. So true. Oh, my God. Well, um, we're almost uh, basically out of time. So I want to thank um, our lovely guest hosts, Mary and Lindsay, for coming on. I'm sure we'll have you on again, especially when Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise starts up again always love input from other people um and then obviously we since we had our our guests on this week we kind of had to cut out a couple of our usual segments of our our ask a peach and then just um our uh juicy peach and peach pit of the week which will we continue uh next week but want to remind everyone if you do want to call in and leave us a voicemail and give you advice you can do that and that number is 972-885-9361 and don't forget to follow us on our twitter account and instagram which are both um at peachy podcast so thank you our lovely guest host i hope you'll have fun today we i had a great time i had a blast thanks y'all yeah thanks for having us absolutely and we will have you on like i said at another date as well but that is it for this week we are signing off and we will see y'all next week bye bye y'all bye y'all